Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? It's finally here this week, this Saturday, UFC 251 Fight Island, baby. Without a doubt, people are going to be looking to get in on that action, and we have the best place for you to go. My bookie, for the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you're into a couple of the big favorites this week, we got Usman versus Masvidal, one-on-one once again. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around, and if you join right Right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit two grand right now, you get an extra grand in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV, that's capital BLV, to activate the offer. Once again, that promo code is capital BLV to activate the offer. Bet, win, get paid, my bookie. UFC 251, Fight Island. This has been rumored for months now. It was supposed to take place at UFC 249, right? And then they had to bump it because uh, COVID-19. Mama Mike here with us as well today in studio for like the first time ever. yeah. Who would have thought we'd be here? I know, I know. Um, Good to be in studio, by the way. But yeah, so each uh, pay-per-view got like bumped back a month, a month or two. So, but... UFC's rolling. Um, I, w- I just saw a thing where last, uh, no, this last Saturday will be like one of the only Saturdays without a uh, UFC event for like the next eight weeks, which is awesome. Um, yeah, we got to yeah. talk to John Anik then. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to schedule that up. But um, yeah, I, I, the more UFC events, the better for me. So. So this is uh, was six days in advance. Jorge Masvidal got the call from Dana White. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I bet, to be honest with you, I bet he knew that he could have been a potential candidate to get the fight because one of Gilbert Burns' training partners tested positive before Gilbert tested positive. So, you know, I know Kobe Covington jumped on, you know, raised his hand. Obviously, Jorge Masvidal got got the go, but um, I bet he knew. Um, but another thing was, Jack, was apparently, you know, um, Dustin Poirier had you know, his fight, the, the event before. He helped Dustin Poirier train the whole entire time. And Dustin Poirier also said that he was in the gym, you know, training, you know, not fight camp, but still training. So I wouldn't say Jorge Masvidal is off the couch at all. I, I definitely think he's in shape, and I think he's... Ready to fight, you know, but well, this was the fight everybody was clamoring for. This right? was the original fight that people thought was going to happen, and then complaining about money, Masvidal was, and the UFC didn't want to give it to him. And I'll be honest with you, I don't even think they gave him much more money this time around. I don't know the numbers at all, and I'm just guessing, but I think he just liked the hype that he got from this opportunity, and he took it. I think it raised his stock. I think. He also feels like it's a it's a win win. Like even if he loses, it's not horrible because he took the fight on six six days notice, 
And now if he loses, you know, he could fall back on, oh, I didn't have a full camp, this, that. It's, it's a win-win for him, essentially. And if he wins, he could choose who he wants next. Is this his first fight since Diaz? This is his first fight since Diaz, since yeah. Since the BMF title? Which, yes. He won't be defending his BMF title against... No, he's not. Dana White... Who's Mon? Is he? <laughs> no, Dana White says, says he's not. Dana White want, claims he wants it to be a one-and-done one thing. Uh, a lot of people don't believe that, you know, with some of the things Dana well, White says. With the says. title? With the BMF title. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant the fight. No, 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 no. Uh, this is going to happen three times over. What do you mean? I, I could see this Masvidal-Uzman rivalry dipping into a later date, too. Yeah, I mean... Especially if there's a title it change. It could, it could. If there's a title change, I think for sure, because I think Usman isn't going anywhere for a very long time. I definitely think he would get his get back to, uh, to uh, the title picture, and he might even get an immediate rematch if he were to lose, you know? Um, now, Us- if Usman does win, I think it would take... I do think Masvidal would need a win... Or wait a little bit before he gets gets a title shot. Well, um, let's look at the numbers here. Thirty-five and thirteen is Jorge Masvidal coming off that win against Nate Diaz. Sixteen and one is Kamaru Usman. Uh, I don't. To me, six days notice. Like when I first read it, uh, it was like a total Vince McMahon move. Six days notice to just bring in more money and more views at Fight Island, probably your biggest pay per view ever in a, the most unique situation. Make it the biggest fight it could possibly be by bringing in Jorge Masvidal. I didn't know Burns tested positive for COVID. I thought they just replaced him. Yeah, so I'm like, no, I would have been pissed. Yeah, no. So I was gonna text you. I was like, I was like, do you want to wait to do a podcast until they f- announce who's gonna be the uh, the next opponent? Because Burns, you know, tested positive. And then I was like, wait. I just waited, and I was gonna be like, all right. Once they find a new opponent, we'll just reach out. And then um, then you text me, and you're like, what a WWE move. They they threw in Masvidal. And, what a uh, maneuver. But honestly, it, it's gonna generate more pay per view buys. I think the headline, you know, because Masvidal's a big star. Big star. So this is great for the UFC. It really, you know, it, it, it's it's great. Um, Masvidal, like we were just saying, I think a lot of people shouldn't underestimate Masvidal just coming on six days' notice. I do think he's in better shape than people think. Um, helping his training partners get ready for uh, fighting events and also just being in the gym, I think he's I think he's in good fighting shape. But his his coach Mike Brown will not be in his corner because. His, uh, his coach, Mike Brown, tested positive for coronavirus. So, um, and I don't think he was in contact with Jorge Masvidal at all or in time, and obviously Jorge... Jorge tested. just spits on him. Everybody's infected. <laughs> Jorge obviously tested negative, so... I, I don't, but don't they test them, like, every day? Oh, yeah, I think they test... What if they both test positive on Saturday before they... Then the fight will just be off, I think, but they get tested so many times a day, like, I think close to four sometimes... Depending on the day, you know, like, because I saw a picture of, of uh, like, the schedule when they get tested. They get, they take a test before they get on a flight, and then after they get on a flight, and then they check into their hotel, and then they test, and then they test before they see people, like, when they do the weigh-ins and that kind of, they're constantly testing. So, I think, I think it's a safe place to be, to be honest with you. I think. Or is it Abu Dhabi? Yeah. I, well, just, they're, the. If you're in the hands of the UFC, I think you're safe from the virus. I really think that they got yeah. them taken care Let's of. Let's ask uh, Burns that. Yeah. Burns, well, Burns' entire camp. Burns got it before, before though. 
You know what I mean? Before I think he was infected before he flew in and everything. You know. So they were there already. Was he, he there already? He got tested. Uh, he tested positive. You know, as he flew in, pretty much. I'm not sure which test it was. It was probably the test before he got on the flight, but I'm pretty sure he was there. He did. See, even if they aren't sick going in, I can only imagine, like, if they have a hint of the virus. Like, we could both test positive right now if we Well, that's the tests, thing. They're, you know? they're doing symptom things, you know, and then they, they don't let anyone see each other until a test comes back with the result, you know? So it's an interesting process. But, like, I know, for example... <laughs> Uh, DC has said he feels safer there than at his house from the virus, you know. So, and are they, they fighting in an arena? Or yeah, no, it's not on the beach. A lot of people think it's on the beach. Max Holloway wants his fight on the beach. Um, it wouldn't make sense. No, I think that would put them at a disadvantage. I think it'd be almost. hard. Like, yeah, because remember, their time is going to be different than. You know, the U.S. time and their, their running time is going to be typical U.S. Well, just think, if you wanted it to be on the beach with the ocean in the background, you'd have to do it during either the day or during sunset to make it look pretty. You're not going to do it I know, but sun in a fighter's eyes and well, stuff? That's what I'm like, saying. That would be a complete disadvantage. Yeah. That's why you couldn't do it on the beach. Yeah, and then, I mean, I, so then I guess you could do it at, like, night and have certain lights, but you'd have to make sure the lights don't get in the eye. I that, mean, that's still but stupid. But in the arena, like, there's the lights, What's the point too? of having the fight out on the beach if you can't see the beach? I know. And it's probably going to be cold out by the ocean. Like, that's a disadvantage. Apparently, it's really hot there right now, though. Because I know uh, Paige oh, yeah. Sand got off the sure. plane, and she's like, I'm just going to cut my weight outside. She said it feels like a sauna out here. It was humid and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. I but, still think this is a huge disadvantage for Masvidal. Either way you oh, look at it. If he was ready, yeah. I mean, great. But at the same time, like, you still were... Uh, put in this fight on six days' notice. I agree. There's um, no denying that. Like Usman's been ready for this fight for months. That's that's very true. And I uh, personally, I still take Usman regardless, even w- with Masvidal with a full camp. Um, but I think it's an easier fight than Gilbert Burns uh, for Usman. Really? Yeah, because Us- you've been clamoring for this fight for like every time we've had a podcast, though. I know, but. More entertaining fight, more wanting to see. Yes, I'd rather see Usman and Masvidal. Harder fight, more competitive fight, Usman and Burns. Reason being, they were training partners. They've been training for a long time together. They know each other's skill sets. It'd be like a dog fight, in my opinion. It's a it's a hard fight for both. I think. Yeah, that's just my opinion. Sucks to be Burns, dude. I know, I know, but. I do believe he should get the next title fight. I mean, he's the number one contender right now. So could this, I mean, this could be another scenario that we saw a few months ago when Geechee stepped in for um, for Khabib. Yeah, and Tony exactly. Ferguson loses a, a championship match that he was going to have. He ends up having an interim fight, and then he exactly. loses, and now he's out of the title picture entirely. Very true. But then again, this is the main title. You know what I mean? So. For Usman, it's just another title defense. You know what I mean? Ferguson, it was, you know, complete risk and a badass move, essentially. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, personally, I think Burns won't fight again until he fights for the title, and he should fight the, the winner next. But then again, if, if Masvidal wins and beats Usman, I think Usman should get a rematch. Usman's dominant. I mean... Kick the shit out of Woodley. And again, everybody would want to see that fight he, again. He had Especially a dog fight delivers. with Covington. Yeah. You know, he's been a good champion so far. 
Was Ferguson, so when that fight was canceled, Khabib obviously couldn't fly in. Was Ferguson given the option not to fight? And oh, yeah, I don't think he had a fight. So he, he optioned to fight and risk it all. Yeah. What an idiot. I know, a lot of people said that. A lot well, of I mean, people he probably said that. Had to make, he probably made a good amount. Yeah, he made good he money. Lost. Well, that was another thing he said. He said uh, after the fight, and I remember seeing it on social media, uh, it might have been something with uh, Eddie Bravo on Joe Rogan or something, and he was saying, you know, I took the fight, I lost, but in the end of the day, I made a lot of money, I won. You know, I, I, I brought home I, money, for, I'm supporting my family. At the end of the day, I won. So... And, he, and look, it was a great fight. It was entertaining. I enjoyed it. Um, he'll be back, you know. But like we were saying, you know, Usman, just another title defense. Unfortunate for Burns. Just is, you know. However, yes, unfortunate, but he's going to have a title fight lined up. I definitely way think you so. look at it. Yeah. Some people could argue, like, oh, maybe he could fight Covington. Um he could, but I don't think he needs to. I think he can say, I'm the number one contender. I want to fight for the title next, even if I have to wait. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Um, now, it, how the fight goes down uh, should be interesting. I, I can see, I, I do think it's going to be very competitive rounds one and two between Usman and Masvidal. I think it's going to be a little bit of a of back and forth. I mean, you look at the tail of the tape, I mean, the, they match almost everything. Yeah, and... and Masvidal is a well, well-rounded fighter, all round. Um, I would say he has a striking advantage on Usman. Um, now, Usman traded the whole entire fight with Covington. Like, they didn't try to take each other down, and they're both high-credential wrestlers. They, he just stood and banged with, with Covington. So it should be interesting to see, does he feel confident enough to do that with Masvidal? Now, I don't think it's smart to do that, because I think Masvidal could knock him out. And if I think Masvidal, if Masvidal wins... I think Masvidal has to knock him out early, you know, within around, by round three. Otherwise, he's getting into deep water, you know, and I think Usman's going to start pressuring him towards the fence. He's going to start clinching with him, then eventually take him down and start wearing on him and beating on him, and I think that's how, I think he'll end up winning a decision, um, maybe around five KO, but I, 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 I'd say a decision, um, but I think the ones rounds one and two are going to be war, like absolute dogfight, which I'm excited to see. I'm going to go with uh, what I did at UFC 249 because I don't think a lot of people would have agreed with me. Yeah, I no, said Gichi, I, yeah. I think I said Gichi by decision, and he ended up yes, knocking him out in the fifth round, round. You were you were basically I was on track. Yeah, you basically hit it spot on. You just missed by 50 seconds, I think. Um, you were spot on there, which. I, I, I give you big credit for, for taking that because you hit the nail on the head there. Should have used my bookie. <laughs> you should have. Um, because I remember you saying that and I was like, wow, by decision, like I don't think he can make, you know, his I don't think his cardio could last, but you you, you hit it and I you might, were right. I, I'm gonna go with my prediction right now, another bold one. I don't know if it's that bold. Like if Masvidal wins on Saturday, I wouldn't be shocked. Like I wouldn't wins, be shocked be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked either. I'm gonna go Masvidal KO round three. Yeah. I, I could see it. I could see it, but look, you have Usman in decision by decision, yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna lock that in. I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't think I'll change that. Uh, you know, Masvidal, in my opinion, I feel like he's got a lot of hype behind him, and I, I I'll tell you why. He knocked out Darren Till, who I felt was very sucked out. 
he was fighting at 170. Now he's fighting at 185, but I felt like he was taking a lot to weight cut, you know, and when you're doing that, you get knocked out easier. He did drop Masvidal before he got knocked out, but he ended up getting knocked out. Next fight, Masvidal flying knee six seconds on Ben Askren. I didn't even really count that a fight in my book because it was six seconds and it was a flying knee. It was like one of those, it, I don't want to call it a fluke, but it was a good strategy. You know, you see him practicing in the back doing the flying knee. Like he had it planned out. Ben Askren, you know, you could argue, you know, was he a top fighter? I mean, he had a lot of hype behind he him too. He had potential. He had very much potential and then had unfortunate things like that happen. And then he kicked the shit out of Nate Diaz, who Nate Diaz is a good fighter, but... Was that the fight where his head opened up? Yeah. Okay, well, that's just Nate Diaz's skin. Exactly. Exactly. And it got stopped after the third. There was two more rounds. I felt like Nate started a little slow, so we'll see. You know, If he keeps climbing this ladder of hype, then I'll say, okay, credit to him. But I feel like it's a little bit of... Well, wasn't wasn't it the fight where he just a flying knee right out of the gate? That's what got him on the map, really. Yeah, uh, to people outside of of UFC, it really kind of boosted him into that star level. You know, fastest knockout, crazy flying knee. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fast knockouts, I think uh, thirteen second Jose's on this card. <laughs> Jose yeah, he Aldo, is. He is, he's yeah. on the main card. Yeah, uh, third to last fight. Third to last fight. Well, Volkanovski versus Holloway, and then Aldo versus Peter Yan, and you were going to go with Peter Yan, you were saying before we started, and uh, you changed your mind. You're going with the veteran. uh, Yeah, I changed my mind, partially because when you... Jose Aldo actually isn't as old as people think. He's he's only 33 years old, or 34. He's been around a while. He's been around a while, and I I remember going through, because I wanted to see some of the people he fought back in his prime. And he, you know, he went on a crazy tear in his 20s, young 20s, of knocking people out. Just, he, I think he had like six or seven just straight wins by knockout. He was an animal. Um, you know, people call him the featherweight goat. I, I kind of stand behind that because, yes, he lost twice to uh, Holloway, but he could have fell off a little bit. But I don't think he's done completely. Um, you take a look at his past fights. The guys that he's lost to, they're elite. You know what I mean? He lost to the champ now, Volkanovski. Uh, before that, Holloway twice, and before that, uh, McGregor. And then most recently, his loss, who some people argue he won, was against Marlon Moraes, who, you know, it was a split decision, but a lot of people say he could have won that fight. Um, Marlon is the number one contender, um, and I don't really know why he didn't get this fight against Jan. Uh, but, you know, he, I guess, declined it or whatever. But they're obviously giving it to Aldo. But I think Aldo deserves it. He, you know, give him a chance to get two belts. You know what I mean? Not, you know, at the same time. But he's a legend. And uh, I think he's got a great chance. And I think his fighting strategy, if he, if he can use his leg kicks like he used to in the past, devastating leg kicks and... He, he, his, he has forward pressure. Jan has forward pressure. So it should be interesting to see, you know, who's going to kind of end up dominating the pressure. But I think Aldo just has more elite experience because when you look at who, who Jan has fought, he, 
I, I don't know. In my opinion, I don't think he's faced championship caliber. Yeah, he beat Uriah. That's safe to say. Yeah, for sure. yeah, he beat Uriah Faber, but he beat Uriah Faber coming out of retirement. You know what I mean? It should be interesting to say. I, I could I could be wrong by switching my guess. Another thing was is I didn't really know how Jan was going to win. I guess he could knock out knock him out. But I don't know. I feel like so many people are predicting him to knock him, knock Aldo uh, out early. And I, I didn't really think that was going to happen. And I don't know how he'll do in the championship rounds. He's only been fighting three-round fights. You know what I mean? So I'm not 100% sure. And I think Aldo could end up having nice leg kicks, nice shots to the body, forward pressure, end up wearing on Jan, and eventually just getting a decision, so that's why I, I switched, and I, I could just see it, Aldo end up getting the 135 belt, you know, maybe he defends once or twice, loses, and I could see him being off, yay, yay, he's 33, but at the same time, I think he hit his prime at, in his 20s, and now he's towards the end of his career, even though he's early 30s, but you got to remember that the, the fighting age, uh, is younger like we think like football and baseball you know you could kind of tip into your 40s a little bit uh, especially with baseball yeah this is a young it's almost game. like it's almost everything's almost like pushed 10 years before well yeah well you're you're kicking each other's asses <laughs> yeah like your exactly. body can only handle so much exactly exactly unless you're so, anderson silva yeah i know um so we'll see i mean that's why we keep seeing young fighters starting they start to become big at 20 you know what i mean so I'm I'm intrigued for this fight. It's one of those it's one of those fights where like you throw two forces who just keep moving forward, and should be interesting to see what unfolds. You so know? You, this is I mean it's safe to say that this is Peter Jan's most challenging fighter yet. I definitely think so. Opponent. I definitely think so, and I think Aldo also is not going to go into this stupid. I think he's going to really strategize for this, and it's supposedly they were training partners years ago, like. They they trained at one of the same facilities, and when Aldo was like kind of in his prime, and how Jan old is Jan? I'm not 100 percent sure. He's younger though, I think. So he's 14 and one. Aldo 28 and six. I mean, you could go either way with this one. Like you said. can, and and I switched my prediction just. I, I yeah, like I think it was yesterday or the night before. I just I ended up switching. Um, on the verdict, did you make it official? It's on. It's right now. It's on verdict. Um, can you go back and change it I before can, the yeah. fight? So it, the 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 way verdict works is it's not locked until the fight ha- like just happens. I think the first you could change it up until the first bell of each fight. Oh yeah, I mean that's like ESPN, right? You can yeah. do that with ESPN. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jan's twenty seven, by the way. Yeah, so it couldn't have been that many years ago that he trained with Aldo. No, not too many, but. He's six years younger, so. And Which actually, got, uh, it's kind of weird to think about. He's only six years. He, everyone views Autos as so old. That's like know? this veteran. So I how know. many years ago was that fight against McGregor? That that was what year? 2015? Um, 2014? That was 2016? In, <laughs> no, it wasn't 2016. 20, uh, 2015. No, 2015, yeah. And then, so then he fought. Then he lost to Max Holloway 2017. Uh, he fought him twice that year. And then uh, he took his most recent two losses. Yeah, because uh, I remember at the time they were saying that that was going to be his last fight against McGregor. Well, yeah. I mean, I think he got discouraged because McGregor wouldn't have a rematch with him. 
And he was so dominant. I mean, he didn't lose. Before McGregor, he hadn't lost since 2005. So 10 wow. years. He was 10 years of just dominance. And um, then he lost in 13 then seconds. Then he lost in 13 seconds. So, Got schmacked. Yeah. Um, I think it, it, was a, it was a long journey to get back because he had a win, but then lost against Holloway twice. Then he had two wins. Then lost to Volkanovski. And then lost a split decision against Marias, which I personally thought he won. He had forward pressure, and I thought he kind of rocked Marias yeah. a lot. I mean, though, but at this point in his career, Aldo really doesn't have anything to lose in this fight, exactly. which makes him That's dangerous. Yeah. It makes him dangerous, but at the same time, like, Jan has everything to lose. Jan's not going so anywhere. I think eventually he will be a champion, 100%. But if he loses, it definitely puts him down a peg. I do, but I think he'll get back up to it eventually. I do. Like, this could be a fight where, like, it could happen a couple times and it could go either way, I think, you know? Like, if they fought three times, it could be, you know, two to one. Or, or I, I see this one two going two, distance. You know? I'm not quite sure who I'd go with. Yeah. I think if Aldo loses his fight, it could be one of his last. Yeah, I do, too. Potentially. Because there's not much for him. You know, he went down to 135 and then lost for the title. I could see it being done, but I could see if he wins, I could see him trying to defend, and then once he loses, I could see that being done. Uh, for That'd him. be the perfect send-off. Yeah, I do too. His next loss, really. Yeah. So you would take uh, the over on 2.5 uh, on the rounds? 100%, yeah. Okay. I don't know who I'd go with in this fight, though. I think it's very it's tough. It's very. I think tough. it will go to decision. Okay. I think Aldo has nothing to lose where Jan has everything to lose. I, I think I'd put my money on Jan. I think a lot of people are putting their money on Jan just because of uh, his um, youth as well as his yeah. current dominance, even though, yeah. like you said, he really hasn't had that many challenging opponents to this point. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's fought good competition, just I feel personally not championship caliber, you know what I mean, or current championship caliber. So. And then we got uh, Alexander Vol- Volganowski. Against Max Holloway. Yeah, the He's rematch. Back. The rematch. He's back. The rematch. And I'm uh, this fight, I, I'm probably most excited for because just the way the first, you know, it's a rematch, you know, and it was, it, it, no one quite thought probably that what was going to happen happened to Max, you know what I mean? The way he got shut down with the leg kicks, you know, Volkanovski went out there and destroyed uh, Max's legs by the leg kicks. And his and, confidence. And his confidence, but it, it changed the whole fight, you know what I mean? Personally, in the first fight, I had Volkanovski winning the first three rounds. Um, I thought Max in the fourth and fifth started to catch up a little bit. But, um, you know, I watched the fight back a couple days ago. And When and was this fight? This was on the same card as Usman versus Covington. It so was, it was the recent. Event. Yeah, yeah. I think December. Because I remember we were talking about it, and we were like, we always bet against Max Holloway. Always. (laughs) Even though I like him. Yeah. Even though I like him. It's going to be no different this time, folks. I'm still going to bet against Max Holloway. So am I. So am I. Some things never change. I love who Max is, but uh, I got Volkanovski again. But So I watched the fight over again, and you could argue who won fourth and fifth. I definitely think Volkanovski won either or, or maybe all. Um, but he definitely won rounds one, one through three. And Max started to not care about getting kicked in the leg. He just accepted that fact and let his hands fly. Um, 
in rounds four and five, but that's when Volkanovski started to hit him with more powerful shots. Volkanovski was kicking his leg, throwing a shot, you know, getting good positions on him, pretty much dictating the pace, which is kind of weird because Max is always dictating the pace of the fight. And uh, I think it should be interesting to see if Max makes adjustments for this fight. You know, how will he be able to, you know, fix the problem of getting kicked in the leg? Now, I, I don't think Volkanovski is going to come with the same strategy as he did the first time. Maybe similar, but I don't think he's going to be like, okay, I beat him once. I'm just going to do the same thing. I think he knows Max is going to try That's and do something That's what you expect. New. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think he'll have some other things up his, his sleeve as well. I think maybe he'll try to wrestle a little more. I think he'll, he'll still try and kick the legs. Um, I think he might throw more, co- more larger combinations. But I think Max also, I, I, I think he's going to, I'd hope he switched up, you know, I don't, you know, I think he thought he won the, the, that first fight, though. Like, in some of the interviews, he acts like he, he won that first fight. He thought the judges, you know, didn't quite get that right. Um, I know he was surprised after the fight. But um, it should be interesting. He says, now, I think he's trolling people, but he claims he only trained on Zoom. He had no training partners, no coaches with him. He only trained on Zoom. His, what, with his team? With his team. And his coach. I was going to say, like, that doesn't make any sense. What do you mean he trained on Zoom? Yeah, like through Zoom. Right? It's surprising. Why would you, you got the, you know, a big fight on your, in your life, getting the title back, and you're training on Zoom? I think he's trolling with people. So in that instance, he's training with his team via Zoom? Like, they have a computer set well, up I, while they're I all think, training? I think his, I don't know if his gym's closed or not, but he claimed, you know, since with everything going on with the pandemic, he couldn't be with some of his team or his coaches, so I guess, like, through Zoom, he talked to his coaches, was training. I guess he was training while Zoom was going on or whatever. They, I mean, A, you could train by yourself. If you yes. know what you're doing, you, yeah. you know what your but game no plan is. You partner, have your... So he, he claims he didn't spar at all for this fight, which some people say as you get older, you don't need to spar as much, which I understand. Tony Ferguson, I don't think spars that much anymore. Um, but could have yeah. used it. Well, actually, I think he sparred for that fight, for Gaethje. I think he did spar, but other fights before, he didn't, he didn't spar. Um, yeah, so Max claims he didn't spar. Um, DC does say, though, early in quarantine, Hallway told him that he had a guy coming over and they were rolling with jujitsu. They were doing jujitsu. So he does, you know, over this quarantine, he has done some grappling, but I don't, I don't know if he's had any, you know, in-person training with striking or any of that. So I think he's probably just BSing people. But if it's true, it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, that doesn't help you. I don't see how that's a troll, though. Like, if you know what you're doing, if you know what you're doing, you don't need to train on Zoom. And if you are training on Zoom, what's the big deal? I think he's BSing people, though. I think he actually was training with you. I think he's just telling people that. That's just my opinion. To make it seem like he's at a disadvantage? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Hmm. Whatever, dude. I'm still betting against Max So Holloway. am I, and I'm going with Volkanovski. And, and like I said before, when, you know, later in the fight when Max started connecting a little more and he started throwing his hands, that's when he started getting hit with big shots. So I'm saying Volkanovski 
knocks him out in the fourth round. I was going to say TKO in the fifth round. Okay. Similar, so to, similar to what Geechee did to Ferguson at 249 in, in like, the mere final minutes okay. of the fight. I'd say with, like, two, two and a half minutes left, okay. TKO in the fifth round. Yeah, so I'm going, I'm going uh, knockout fourth round. And partially, which something that almost gave me a confidence boost was Volkanovsky said, I beat Max Holloway. He's never been finished. Now I want to go out and do that. Volkanovsky is a very goal-oriented goal guy. You know, he wants to, he, he, his goal was to become the champion. Now he wants to be a dominant champion. He wants to be one of the greatest uh, of the division. He keeps progressing, you know what I mean? So he beat Max Holloway. Now he wants to finish Max Holloway, you know what I mean? And then he wants to, he's not one of these guys either, though, who's like, oh, I want this belt, I want that belt. He consistently says, I want to defend. I want to keep beating number one contenders. So I think he's the real deal. I don't think he's going anywhere for a while. I think he beats Max, and I think he wipes off some, uh, some number one contenders. And then I think when Henry Cejudo decides he wants a big payday and wants to come back, I think he'll fight uh, Volkanovski. So he, Max Holloway is the number one contender. I'm curious because it says Masvidal was number three. Was Burns number one? Burns is number one. And who's two? Uh, in so so for welterweight, right? Yeah. Um, so Gilbert's one, Covington's two, Masvidal's three, and Leon Edwards is four. Tyron Woodley is five. So was Jorge the only one willing to fight? Co- Covington apparently said he, he right. You said that, fight. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Masvidal, you know, got the the uh, hand. You know, he got picked. But for featherweight, Max is number one contender, and then there's a couple up-and-coming guys. Uh, Ortega's still in the mix uh, in the top of the division for featherweight, but I think once Volkanovski beats Holloway, he's going he's gonna to just mow through a couple number one contenders, um, and then we'll see. We'll see. Cejudo says the only thing that'll that will That would be like the mega... That would, be, fight. that would be a big fight. Suhudo says that's the only thing that'll get him back into the UFC. Otherwise, he wants to fight Ryan Garcia in a boxing match. I always hate that, how they always announce their retirements, but like right off the bat, they're like, this would bring me back for that sure. Bring, yeah, I know. It's, Why it's, retire? Just say you're going on hiatus. Well, yeah, I, I have guess to think so. about it. Well, I, I mean, GSP did it. He said, I got to step away for a little bit. Which and he then, did. And when he did, Kept his and word. Then came back eventually, but... That's probably the right way to do it. Is like I'm gonna step away for a little bit. I'll be back, maybe. Um, like McGregor, I feel like handles it horribly every single time. Like there's no doubt in my mind he's coming back at now, some point. See now McGregor, I think does it just to get people going crazy. I think he just says stuff on social media so people keep talking about him. But so this time that. around, they're like, all right, dude. Yeah, exactly. I'll but see you in three months. I think he just says outrageous, crazy things, and he's like. You know, in his in his mind, he knows what he's doing. Didn't he accept a fight from Silva, like yeah. literally a week before yeah. he retired? Silva Silva was like, say, a bunch of people just go out on Twitter and they're like, oh, I'd love to fight Connor, and then he either says, you know, you're not worth the scrap, or but that was like his dream fight. He said Anderson Silva was the best fighter in MMA history. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he would. Well, because in his mind, if he beats Silva, he's probably number one. You know? Exactly. So, so like, he would want to have that fight. Yeah. But I guess he doesn't love the game anymore. All of a sudden, I think it's BS. I think he's just trolling people. 
For what, though? Another Floyd fight? No, to keep his name in, in, in the media. And I honestly think they don't want him to fight until there's a crowd back. Well, yeah, no shit. Yeah. But this would be cool, Fight Island. Yeah, it would the be cool. The way they promoted it. It would be cool. Um, I don't know. Dana White seems like he doesn't want him to fight without a crowd. Because there's so many good fights still left on the table for him. There is. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot left. And I know a lot of people talk about, uh, you know, a fight with Dustin Poirier, who just beat Dan Hooker. Um, and they already fought once early in both of their careers. Um, great striking match right there. Fantastic striking match. And I do think Connor's ground game is good enough and his takedown defense is good enough to just keep it on the feet if Dustin wanted to take it to the ground. Um, so then it's a striking match. And then at that point, it's just like, is Connor going to do what he does to strikers? You know what I mean? So that's intriguing to me. The trilogy? The trilogy as well. Which I, I honestly, in the back of my mind, don't think is ever going to happen, but it's always just going to sit there. Yeah. Well, Jorge Masvidal says, you know, he wants to run it back with him, kind of. That, that's also a fight for Jorge Masvidal after either. He says, yeah, he says if he wins, he wants to run it back and have it for the title. Maybe because he feels like it's an easy fight, but um, he wants to run it back with, with Diaz because he feels like... Oh, with the welterweight or the BMF? Well, just a fight in general. You know what I mean? Um, and it, you know, the, he says the fight got stopped short, which it did, um, but that's someone he wants to, to run it back with. And then he also wants to avenge his last loss, who was against uh, Wonderboy, uh, Stephen Thompson. He really is a wonder boy. <laughs> I still can't get over his fight with uh, Tyron Woodley at, uh, what yeah. was it, 205, 205 at MSG? And then they had a rematch, but that wasn't as good. No, nah, Woodley kicked his ass in that one. But I remember him in that vicious headlock that would have incapacitated any other fighter. And he, yeah, he looked and he, dead. And he looked he dead to out, rights, and too, and he popped, popped out. It, yeah. it looked like his neck snapped. Yeah. Um, that was one of the last draws in UFC. Yeah, there hasn't been a draw in a while that like a big draw. Like that that was a huge fight that like Woodley looked like, like a, he was like a title fight draw. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't remember that. I yeah, I can't remember the last time before that. Um or after that rather. But uh yeah, I think Mas, if Masvidal wins though, I think he's gonna be like a picky choosy kind of guy. Like he might even fight Connor for the belt. That's that's the best chance Connor gets at one seventy. Or to get the one seventy belt. What what's he normally sit at then? Connor? You know, I think he doesn't have to cut much weight at 170, and he likes that. Um, but he probably sits a little bit over. I bet he sits 175, 180. Yeah, probably 175, somewhere from there to 180. And he can get all the way down to 145. Well, not anymore. I mean, 155, I think, is what he cuts down to. When he was at 145 fighting, he probably sat at 165, 170. Probably 10 pounds, you know what I mean? Um, but I think since his 145 days, he's put on muscle and he's kind of just got generally bigger. But uh, I do think, though, that if Masvidal wins, Connor's an option. I think Connor, that, that's going to get Connor Another out of his... Another huge fight on the table. That gets Connor out of his fake retirement, and that's Connor's best chance at winning the 170 belt. That's probably the most intriguing for Dana White right now, just because that's like the former... Um, you know, big promotion fighter in Conor McGregor, and he still is, you know, whenever he yeah. comes back and fights, but like Jorge Masvidal is sort of taking over those reins, especially if bit. he wins, yeah, with definitely. all the hype that he's had over the definitely. past year or two. Definitely, so there's two, there's two roads with this fight, it's, 
it's you know you got Masvidal who does kind of super fights you know with you could do big names like Connor or he just picks and chooses maybe not number one contenders or you got Usman who's going to keep dominating and keep taking off number one contenders so it's interesting two roads I'm so bummed I forgot to get my girl tickets for the show tomorrow now it's sold out it's her freaking birthday oh dude she's probably going to break up with you he's definitely going to break up with me should have used tick pick wait what'd you say tick pick look oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. what there are no hidden fees what you guys think I said? Oh, tick pick. I thought you said tick pick. No hidden fees. Download today. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.